The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Listen in as Brent and Dave invite you to belly up to the bar with them to talk about everything in the world of sports, just like you would do at your favorite watering hole. It's sports, beer, and shenanigans. So belly up to the bar with us, grab a beverage, and let's get into it. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talking a whole lot more. Episode 361, special New Year's Day edition. Today we are joined by Garrett from Two News Sports News and Jim, the fan in the van, Plotner. Uh, how's your New Year's Eve uh, festivities go last night, boys? Well, uh, nothing. Exactly. <laughs> no. Nothing. It was great. I passed out about 1130. I, you know, you've seen the ball drop once. Ain't shit changing. It's just a bunch of people standing in Times Square wearing adult diapers, pissing and shitting themselves. So really, what's really interesting about that? Yeah, I uh, I started screwing around yesterday afternoon. Yesterday, went on eleven thirty in the morning watching a hockey game and uh, started tipping beers back and by about ten o'clock last night. Boy, oh, I was uh, I was feeling pretty. I was feeling pretty good. So we watched the <laughs> we watched the ball drop at uh, at ten o'clock our time, so midnight Eastern. Go. And I think by about ten forty five, Brenty boy was uh, ready for bedtime. There's no getting around that. <laughs> Dave, how was yours? Oh, I had a blast. We had uh, three families and a shit ton of fireworks. And uh, yeah, I, I put some on Twitter last night. It's, I saw that. It was we had a really good time. There's it's just cold enough so the we could uh, set them off from the lake, and so that's what we did. And uh, had kids around, so that always keeps uh, keeps you a little bit happier and smiles on faces. And didn't get home, got home around uh, two o'clock. Kept the shirt sleeves on, but we had a we had a really good time. Like it's. It, it's it's almost as as fun with uh, with kids than, as uh, as it is the old days with uh, running solo and too much booze. Well, that's what I did. And I'm feeling it today. Fucking, there you go. Quite quite hard today. So I've had my, if I can swallow four down, I'll, I'll I'll give it a shot. But oh boy, reason why I wanted to have you do this show today because uh, the NHL Winter Classics on right now. Nothing talks NHL and and and, and heritage like uh, hockey in Seattle between Seattle Kraken and fucking Las Vegas Knights. <laughs> Two teams been around for a total of uh, seven years uh, combined. Yeah, I was about to say I'm like combined. <laughs> yeah, it's it's I I get it, but. This is one of those things that could probably put to bed because I don't think anybody would care if it went away. No, I'm going to be honest. I didn't know it was happening, <laughs> and I, I mean that. I mean that respectfully. Like I just didn't know it was happening. But <laughs> Dave, you could probably agree with me here on this one. Like it's like New Year's Day is always, 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 always. And you guys agree with me 100 probably that it's always just it's it's bowl games, right? And so why why the NHL even tries to to get into that is it's it's because they're always trying to market the southern states, and obviously Garrett, you you could uh, agree with this. Mm-hmm. If, if if you're going against college football, you're going to lose no matter what. For, for sure, for sure. And I mean, honestly, if you're going against football in general, you're going to lose. I don't know if you guys saw the numbers of the NBA versus the NFL on Christmas, but NFL completely blew them out of the water. Like it wasn't even close. There were tens. Of, I, I want to say it was tens and. I might get corrected on this. I know the last time I spoke at a turn, it got corrected pretty quick by one of the yeah, guys. Yeah. guys. Tim, hey, look, on it. I love it. Around hey, that. look, if Tim, Tim, correct me if I'm wrong, please do. If I'm ever giving up wrong information, yeah. I want to know. <laughs> but there were like tens of millions of viewers that view the NFL over the NBA. 
And there were people like, oh, the NBA is for or Christmas for the NBA. I'm like, that disagree. <laughs> that I've talked about that uh, Joe Pomp show that like uh, he puts out two podcasts a week on business of sport. And he talked about that specifically of how um, the NBA has traditionally owned uh, Christmas Day, except for when the NFL falls on Sunday. And then with mm-hmm. last year, they had one or two games and, and this year it being a, a full slate and the NBA, like not only did the NFL ratings kick the shit out of the NBA, the NBA saw like th- their, their ratings were cut in half. Like it showed that people were watching basketball on Christmas day, just cause it's on, but given the mm-hmm. choice, they're going to, they're going to pick football every time. And they that's did probably, Cause I was actually at mom's on Christmas day and uh, Jim, like uh, nephew, Jim, the producer of the show and, and his, and his, uh, his dad, uh, Craig, they're NBA guys. And I think that's the first time in my life that I've, uh, that a TV in my presence on Christmas day has ever been on an NBA game. I, I'm not an huh. NBA guy. I'm not. I'm not even gonna pretend to be. But for for one second, so it's kind of. It's like you know. It's 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 there, and it's, you you turn it on because it's on, right? There's nothing else on. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can only watch Rudolph and and Christmas Story or whatever so many fucking times. You get you get you go. Okay, I've seen this. You'll shoot Christmas. your eye out, kid. Yeah, there you go. Which I still like that movie. Uh, we'll get to the. Uh, let's get to the NFL. The week that was week seventeen. Uh, the playoff pictures uh, is getting clearer and clearer as, as we uh, progress forward. Uh, there's still a few teams. Jim's a fan of the van. His his uh, Pittsburgh Steelers need an absolute miracle to get themselves into the playoffs. With the uh, they, they need a tie next week. I think it's, it's Houston and uh, and they're playing Indianapolis. They need a tie yep. there. And then they got to beat the Bills to get in. So that's not happening. A, a tie in the NFL is so so rare. So the Pittsburgh Steelers they're they're pretty much out. Garrett, what was your uh, what was your biggest takeaway this week in the the week that was in the National Football League? Well, Lamar's looking pretty quarterbacky, if you ask me. I don't know if you guys saw that. Uh, oh, so good. <laughs> So the the comments were made. I don't I don't know what analyst said it, but one of the hundreds of thousands of analysts out there made the comment how Lamar is the MVP because he's not real quarterbacky. I think is almost the direct quote. I and, yeah, and he dropped like what four hundred yards and five touchdowns or something like that through the air, something ridiculous on Miami. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was something like the, the comment was made. It was something like he's too athletic. Like Which is a weird a comment to make. Right? It's a, so, like, because the, the NFL has been been leaning towards these athletic quarterbacks for quite some time, and for whoever that, that analyst was to say he was he's too athletic to be called a quarterback, it's kind of a ridiculous statement because, like, well, that's what it's quarterbacks. So dumb. That's the way the league's been leaning for a few years with these guys and what they're doing. So, uh, Jim, what was your uh, what's your? We were talking when you were we were away there about your uh, your Pittsburgh Steelers. They got a, a, a bit of a puncher's chance still to get in the playoffs. They need to tie next week, which isn't going to happen. They got to beat the Buffalo Bills. What's your uh, take on the on the way the Steelers' seasons kind of played out a little bit? Disastrous to say the least. But I mean, I I just don't get why they didn't go to Mason sooner when Kenny was hurt. Is beyond me because obviously Mason looks more poised. Um, but I just I this team right now is not a playoff team. They're still like a piece or two away from being that team, and they have a they have to question whether Kenny's even the guy at this point. I mean, the kid can't stay healthy, um, and and it sucks because he's a talented quarterback. But I don't want to see this team in the playoffs. I'd rather just lose against Baltimore. Just go into the offseason, let everybody get healthy. Figure out what you got to figure out in the offseason. Just call it a day. Don't put us through another one and done wild card round. Please don't do it. Just please. 
They, we neat. talked about the other day that like, like these teams that just barely eke into the playoffs year after year and they get nothing accomplished. They win it, they lose, they lose one game. So they get one more one more game than the fucking Carolina Panthers got this year. Big fucking deal. Really, when it comes down to it. Like you get one one more game, and so your draft pick is is mid ranks, so you're just middling all the time, you're just mediocre at best. And we Dave, we talked about like with, with your Broncos there, how they're just been mediocre for quite some time, and now they're they're really paying the price this year for being mediocre for so long. And it's a lot of teams do it just to get you might get a loss, dude. Barely get in and barely get in, and then what? Yeah, it's it's as a as a football fan, of course, we I always like more games. More games is better. But then it was so apparent last year um, with the, this extra wild card team and every everyone like I don't know if there was even close to an upset. Guys were just getting stomped, and then now you're diluting the product. Like instead of having a two seed um, sitting fat and sassy, getting ready, now you got them going out there and possibly getting hurt and wrecking their chances potential to to make a deep run in the playoffs because you got to play one more game against a team that shouldn't even be there and you know i'm looking at you colts i'm looking at you whoever gets that eight seed like it's 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 yeah sure it's an extra game and i'm gonna fucking watch it i know i will but to what end i might as well watch uh liberty and and the ducks play right you know someone's just getting their ass handed to them and and it's not good tv i'm gonna be done at halftime Dirt. Or or Florida State and uh, Florida State <laughs> and Georgia and Georgia. We, we can get into that later. That's hilarious to me. No, yeah, it's, I, it's, it's Jim. You, you listened to our show a few weeks back. We were talking about that, that exact thing. And like, I want to get your guys' thoughts on. I'll start with you, Garrett. Is the NFL season should they have just stayed at sixteen games? Because I I I believe they should. I think I think the, the sixteen games was more than enough. Because now you're and Dave, you 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 said not, now that you're, you're risking guys getting more in, more injuries, they're getting less practice time, and on and on it goes. The the, the product's getting uh, was there, there's some not, not great football being played throughout the National Football League, and, and that's that's indisputable. And I, so my thought on that, at least, is: Would you rather have one more regular season game or one more preseason game? Because I'm pretty sure we used to have four preseason games, and then now we have yep. three. So I'd rather have three preseason where the football really doesn't matter unless for the people who are the late run draft picks or the uh, UDFAs who are trying to get a spot versus a week of meaningful football where you end up with some of the like last year going into, um, especially for my Jaguars last year going into it, we had to beat Tennessee to win the AFC South and we had an incredible game. So I feel like that goes back to the adage of really any given Sunday to where you can have an incredible football game or you can have a horrible football game any given Sunday. You can have the Raiders drop sixty three on somebody the week after getting three. <laughs> it, it does. It does add the parity. Like there's no. Like there's there is still teams alive for yeah. next week. Not a, like you, you can kind of play it, see how it's all going to play out. But. I don't want to see the Ravens play the the Panthers in week eight or seventeen. I don't really care about that. But also that's hard to know when you're making the schedule going into it. Like I don't want to see the one seed play the person who's getting the number one overall pick because I don't care and they don't care either. Like next week, Jim, you can take some sauce. I think your 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 uh, your Steelers have the Ravens next week. They won't be playing anybody. Jackson might not even fucking end up at the field, <laughs> really. And, and and so that's a good thing for your team. You, you see that a lot now. We're we'll get to the college thing a little bit later, but you, you're going to see next week. And this is where like fantasy teams, and if you're if you're in a, in a pick and pull, where you don't really know who's playing next week because a lot of teams are they're done. Their their seasons are over. They're not going on, or their or their playoff spot is already 
already done. So that's like this this extra week. And I know I know what you're saying that the the, uh, the owners aren't going to have less games because money out of their pocket. And it, it's mm-hmm. not so much the people in the stands; it's more of the TV deals, right? Because that's because nobody goes to preseason games anyway. It's not I shouldn't say nobody, but there's a a good percentage of people that that, that, that the seats are empty. Right, so they're, the gonna get their, they're they're going to get their their ins and outs and everything else. Uh, Jim, who's uh, your favorite this week? Like, what was uh, one takeaway you had this week that uh, kind of that uh, caught your eye a little bit in the week that was in the National Football League? Mm. Was it the the arm of the Panthers owner? Because uh, <laughs> what, what a disgraceful piece of shit Dave Tepper is. Like, we, I don't care. I, I don't care if a fan is. You know, pretty much saying your team sucks. I mean, he's not freaking telling lies, is he? The Panthers are a atrocious franchise right now. And you could blame Dave Tepper and the 90 million owners that they have. But you as a millionaire, billionaire, you, you got to act with decorum and just sit there and kind of just take it. I mean, no matter how frustrating it is, you just made yourself look like a total freaking douchebag by doing all that. Um but then again, I would probably do the same thing if I was in this situation because I'm kind of an asshole when it comes to that. You know, you keep saying stuff. Eventually, I'm just going to snap and something's getting thrown at you. But well, that's the thing. Like, you, you're, you're always just supposed to ignore it, right? And turn your head. Yeah. And, 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 like, as a player or a coach, you just they're just fans or they pay their 10 bucks to go to a game, whatever it might be. And they, especially where he, where those fans were sitting probably weren't the best fucking seats when you're that close to the, the, the suite, right? They're good, they're not great. Seats. So like you're paying and you're, you you kind of just take it, but eventually like, and you see, you see like hockey players a lot, they'll start drawing back a little bit and you've seen in the, oh, like this is going back like 50 years when Mike Milbury climbed in the stands when he was playing for the Bruins. And like, you're, you're kind of surprised that more of that stuff doesn't actually happen because people's, you, people's cause when you're a competitor and the owner's got to be a bit, bit competitive to have that kind of money and own the team and everything else. Like the fuse must, Dave, the fuse must be re- getting real thin, especially this this late in the season when your team stinks and someone's t- someone's in your face, like you were saying, Jim. Eventually, I think he would just fucking snap. Like you, yeah. it's just human nature. And you I, know, to be that fan, I would, I, I couldn't, yeah, I, I, yeah, to, to to get hit by the drink. He goes, yeah, I got him. The owner just threw a drink in my face. That that's total pride getting that. And you know, I, I think if if I was there and the owner of the team that we're playing is in the box behind me, I'm opening up a wiki page and I am just searching for dirt. Oh, you bet! I am going to be. Every shot is going to be a groin shot. Like I'm, I'm coming no. off. Did, did that work? Is he? Did he wince when I said that? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Titus, I love nice kids. Yeah. <laughs> in the most Florida fashion ever, we have a guy in what looked like a full teal suit. He has a jersey, but he's about to climb into the press box to fight the billionaire team owner, <laughs> throwing a drink on him. Which, don't ever fight Florida man. We're winning. <laughs> we're winning yeah. i don't care what it is that was like that's the most florida jacksonville thing i've ever seen i love florida's it. reputation uh precedes them and they don't do themselves any favors half the time just from no. uh, and i've only I'd been be there careful. a few times but that's what you read and what you see uh the uh the stats don't lie i guess no yeah. that's my home state that's my home florida state people, we're right we're something uh, yeah i don't know if like, <laughs> like when you would actually snap like it when it what it, what it would take and like i was saying or like it used it, to surprising at more players because they're there that was like who was that guy from the jets last week he was uh oh yeah it was the jet brown game and he's pointing yeah. he's like fuck you fuck you go fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I'm, getting, rough season too, right? I'm sitting there watching his video and i'm just like <laughs> you know what if I played for the Jets and I'm on a miserable team like that, 
I'd probably be doing the same shit too. That's more entertaining than watching the Jets on the field anyway. So I was kind of all for it, especially with Cleveland Browns fans because half of them are assholes anyway. What is, the, uh, does, does Salah get a, a pass this year because because Rogers was out? Does yeah, he unfortunately, yes. That's crazy. It, to him him more year. Him and Joe Douglas will get a pass yeah. because Rogers went down and. Zach Wilson was atrocious, and then Simeon sucked, and Tim Boyle just blew huge fucking chunks of shit on the field. And I can tell you right now, if it doesn't pan out with Rodgers this season coming up, solid gone. Gone. But the thing, the thing is, is every team is a quarterback. Not every team. So look, look, look what the Browns ended up doing with with Joe Flacco. But every team is really close. Is half a second away from disaster. When your quarterback, your starter goes down, you're fucked. You're fucked. Yeah. Like, when, like if 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 Mahomes went down, the Chiefs done. And don't even pretend that that, that, that they wouldn't be. Well, scan so still getting cash, but that's like, a... so why coaches get a, a free pass when your team stinks. Like it's I, I don't understand it. Yeah, you, Dave. Yeah, yeah. You build around your like your quarterback. This guy has this this uh, this talent set, and then he can do this this that. But if 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 anybody goes down and your team gets that bad, you can't be that good of a coach. Well, it's and and I agree. Well, you know how my feelings about Nathaniel Hackett. Like he can't coach. Like he can't coach. He doesn't know what he's doing unless he has an all-world talent. Uh, who was Aaron Rodgers. No one knew who Hackett was before Aaron Rodgers. And now that he can't coach uh, Aaron Rodgers, like, what is he? How good is he? Um, but to your point, too, it's, it's, the, it's been a tale of two, uh, two stories. Because like, look at Cleveland with, with Flacco, and he's the third one. And, and obviously they have a good defense, but they're pulling it together. That Brooking Browning, who's the kid that uh, took over from Joe Cool there in Cincy? He's Jake Browning. Yeah, like these players are out there, and I don't know if it's just a matter of um, of these quarterbacks seizing the moment, and they have been paying attention. But if you're, but then you got some like Minnesota can't figure it out. Uh, I don't know why the Jets didn't sign Flacco because they have history with Flacco, and and you would think that would be a natural fit for them. But you know, the, when you got guys that think they're smarter than everybody else, sometimes you're going to find out in a really bad way. Well, and that's the thing we kind of talked about the other night, Dave, is that these GMs, they have no accountability. Nope. Like zero. They go out and they, they spend someone else's money. They do this, they do that. And they say, you know what? Oh, it didn't work. I'm sorry. They go to the owner. Oh, I'm sorry. It didn't work. And it's, and it's right across sports, not just, not just football. When owners just, or, or GMs, well, we tried. Nah, fuck. We'll try again. I've wanted I've wanted Bulky gone since he signed with the team because he was awful for the Niners. He's awful for the Niners. And then we signed him to be an assistant GM, and then he became the inevitable GM. And I've been wanting him gone ever since because he's awful. And people are like, oh, well, he hit on Tyson Campbell. He hit on Trevor Lawrence. He hit on Travis Etienne. Yeah, he hit on can't miss prospects. Congrats. Yeah, that's not hard to do. No, Especially it's been- top five, top twenty-five picks. It's not hard to miss on yeah. those. When when we're picking in the, at number one for the last or for two years in a row, it's really hard to mess up. It's, it's you know, but then he follows it up by by hiring Urban Meyer. Like what? Like what the fuck? Like, oh, he should be fired. Don't give me fired. Don't that. get me started like, on that bum. <laughs> yeah, because you can like when you get a top five pick, you're you're gonna have someone that can contribute immediately unless it's a bus but then like it's it's once again it's getting a getting a new ferrari as a present and throwing the the keys to a 16 year old kid then on on a dirt road who doesn't yeah. know how to drive a stick yeah don't yeah don't <laughs> don't fuck it up okay oh no don't worry <clears throat> i can right to the liquor store and buy some uh 
Mad Dog 2020 and hits the, the pit crew. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, you, you just like these GM, like, like you were saying, like you, you get a, a top five guy. Like th- those are easy. Like those, th- th- they're, 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 those are already decided before the college football season even starts, let alone before it finishes. Everybody knows who's going number one next year. No, not a lot, just mm-hmm. this year, right? So getting these guys, it's it's not a big deal. These GMs, like not every team, can, obviously, can you can't piece a team together right away, right? And drafting a quarterback first overall or, or in the top five, yeah, it might seem like a good idea. But if your team is that bad and you're more than a quarterback away, drafting a quarterback, as you as we've seen, drafting a quarterback high, Jim, I don't think that's the smartest idea you could have because if the rest of your if your team stinks, you're gonna throw a quarterback. You look what happened in Chicago, you throw that kid into it. I mean he's not great, yeah. but but you throw him into that, he's not gonna have any any chance to succeed. Drafting a quarterback, like unless he's an all-world can't miss. If you yeah. have a team, if you have a team that's already built around a little bit and the quarterback is the next missing piece or, or the missing piece I, I'm 100% behind that but Jim I would never if my team is terrible I would never draft a quarterback first overall never you can't because look at what Carolina did you do Bryce Young into literally getting murdered every friggin week <laughs> you, you built no offensive line around the kid either you, you no. did nothing you, you brought him in what an aging weapon in Adam Thielen that, that's a, yeah, yeah that's really going to get you that's going to get you far. As a matter of fact, it got you the number one pick that Chicago owns again. So, which I don't think Chicago takes a quarterback. I've been I have no. been pounding the table for Fields since March. They, <laughs> Y'all they, know this. If they do that, they're setting their franchise back even further. Now yeah. you have the, you have the quarterback. You have the quarterback. You have DJ Moore. You have a good tight end in Cole Komet. Get Marvin Harrison Jr. as, as your next receiver because you, mm-hmm. you have the you have two picks within the top five. Yep. You I don't think- have to take Williams or Drake May with either one of them. You have a nope. quarterback unless this GM is drinking the the world's worst alcoholic concoction and he's just drunk twenty four seven and not thinking. Mad Dog twenty twenty. Yeah, he's like <laughs> Mad Dog twenty twenty and drinking Valentine's forties. Okay. <laughs> And he's just sitting there going, well, we got Justin Field, but if we could trade him, you know, then uh, we could get this Cleve Williams. No, no, don't do it. If you're a Bears fan, they're tra- they want Fields. Listen to the voice of the fan base once in a while, because sometimes mm-hmm. some of them are pretty fucking smart. Not all of them, but some. Just like the next dog could make this pick. <laughs> the the table is set for him uh, right now to to change the fortunes of that franchise for the next five to ten years. They got like you said two of the two in the top five. Well, and with Carolina's number one, trade that number one for a contributor and another pick, and then yeah. and then see where you are at five. And you're going to have some really good pieces you can build on, yep. like w- whether it be a, a left tackle, someone that like something in the offensive line. You know, you could find a running back anywhere. It's this now that's your OC's job to figure out how you're, you're going to set up your blocking schemes and everything. So get some protection, get another piece and 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 finish the development of fields. And, and you can really turn this around. And in the NFC North, it's not like you got a, ba- a bad boy there anymore. Right. Detroit is doing well, but you, the Bears can be there and, and, and go for the NFC uh, North title easy if they don't fuck this up 
Detroit kind of got bent over without any fucking oh, they got on, oh, uh, so hard. Night, didn't they? Oh, this Brad <laughs> Allen is the God. worst NFL official in the world. Brad, there was somebody who posted a video on TikTok of the same situation that happened last year. And Brad Allen wasn't confused then. So fast forward to this past Saturday, and he's confused. Okay. You know what? And, and not only that, his numbers as an official are quite questionable as well. So it's wild to me. So, like, that, that wasn't only the worst call of the game that tripping that got called was called on the wrong team. <laughs> Did you well, see yeah. that? It's 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 crazy to me that like the like, like I know in baseball like when when an umpire screws up a, like a, an actual rule, the game can be played played under protest and then they got to redo it from that point in the game. Is football going to be at that point now? Because some of this officiating has been like, and I'm not one to blame officials because if you leave in the officials' hands, you probably weren't supposed to win that game anyways. That's, that's kind of my, yeah. my thought on that. Like, but, they didn't. but they did everything. everything. Yeah, they did everything right, hundred percent. But if it, if it one call makes or breaks your your game or your season, well, you, you probably should have played better in the first fucking mm-hmm. three and a half quarters or whatever. Right. But when when it's something as blatant as that, especially the number of cameras that are available now compared to what it was 30 years ago and everything is there and there's cameras. Everybody's got a camera right in their pocket that they can video something. Right. So for some to get is it going to get to a point in the NFL where it's going to be review after review after review? And it's like it's already a little bit much at times. Like, Jesus, fuck. Is it going to get to that point in the National Football League? I feel like I feel like you need to be able to challenge a penalty at this point. Like if it's that situation, you should be able to challenge a penalty and be like, "This is an awful, like this is a horseshit call. What are you doing?" You should be able to challenge a penalty at that point. But everybody, I feel like everybody should only get treated like a normal challenge. You only get what is it, one or two, two per game, one per half, or something like that. You get two per. You get two per half if you're successful on both. You get an extra one. That's right. I, I knew the rules had changed, but like it, it's so if you get yeah, everybody should. It, challenge penalties be able to challenge penalties have that happen to where if you know it clearly wasn't a tripping on your guy where he clearly checked in with the ref and you either ignored it or you just didn't acknowledge it then you can be like hey motherfucker like no he came to talk to you just because you didn't pay attention it's not my fault because there, there are times when 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 like especially with, with the game's going on and people talk and you they say something to you well, yeah yeah whatever fuck i don't you, you just in, in life, not just in sports. Yeah. yeah, whatever, man. I don't fucking care. You know, you hear what they're saying. You just agree to what they're what they're talking about. But you don't really comprehend. I think that's probably what happened to, to the Lions. It's just, uh, it's just so it seemed odd that, of course, it's the Cowboys who benefited from it. It's just one of those things where the Cowboys kind of it happens with them. I think what might not be a bad idea is just having uh, an official upstairs, like on the video screen, with with all the cameras at his disposal or her disposal, if if, if it doesn't matter. Um, and they take care of all the. You brought uh, it up, Dave, but now it does all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going there, but all right. No, oh, yeah, here we go. Yeah. Uh, and that I picked off 2024 the right way, Dave. Out of boy. Piss off half the world. Out of God, I'm proud of you. No, I corrected myself. I'm all inclusive. We know that. But nonetheless, um, have the person yeah. in the, the official upstairs worry about all the. Uh, uh, the, the line of making sure offsides, delay of games, illegal man downfield, and then have the have the eyes on the field only worried about holding and pass interference, clipping, all that kind of shit. But take the easy calls out of their hand because easy calls are black and white. And, you know, and that's and that's kind of the same one with um, uh, that that job, the, the Lions the other day, like just the, the coach. um 
texts to the the guy upstairs. Okay, sixty one is is reporting eligible. And, you Apparently, know, and, before the game though, they went to the they went to the the, the officiating staff because that's this, common it, practice. If, if yes, this happens. This is what this is what we're going to do. So it, I'm telling you ahead of time that this is gonna and to, to, for them to still get it fucked up. That's that's not uh, not only is, the, is this what do they have to get to a point where they because you're dealing not only with wins and losses you're dealing with millions if not billions of dollars in gambling Mm -hmm. is it at a point where they got to start paying these officials a lot more money making them more accountable because like i said your wins and losses can mean a lot to a to a franchise for for the bottom line and you factor in the gambling end of things we're talking billions of dollars here do these officials just not get paid enough fucking money because you're you're, you got you got 40 million dollar players out there and two hundred thousand dollar fucking officials how does that make any sense? Well, and especially a lot of these, uh, most of these uh, officials have a secondary job. They're lawyers or real estate or car dealers or whatever like that. They're not even doing this full time. And so, you know, if, if you're going to if you're going to put the state of that much money um, into a certain person's hands, it, that should be their sole focus, at least for the eight months of the year that you're an official. Like you don't you don't go and and. Uh, fuck up a team's playoff chances on Sunday and then go back uh, approving loans on Tuesday. It's, it's, it's something got to be done. Because this year it's been, I listen to your show a lot, you talk about a lot, Jim, that that they that they actually, they, there's a major problem in the National Football League. It's got, it was, this year seems to be more, um, maybe it's because it's just the flavor of the week this year, but it just seems, this year seems to be much, much more of a problem throughout the National Football League week, week in, week out, where you wouldn't hear these things uh, 10 years ago. I just, I just think it's pathetic how for us sitting at home, we could spot a holding call from the couch and these guys are there on the field and you don't see it. And you have all these cameras and all these review angles that why can't you just like, you, you know, how can you not see it? Like it's clear as day. Like you have people, you know, like everybody's complaining about holds on, on Max Crosby and complaining about holding on Miles Garrett, TJ Watt, Aaron Donald, all these guys. Yeah, it's a league problem, but there's more than just that. There's a lot of ticky tacky nonsense that's called. It's like, why would you even call that? Like they called a holding. I forget what game it was. And even even when the announcers are even saying, yeah, that's not a that, yeah. I don't know why you're throwing a flag there. I mean, it, it, it's just a widespread problem that where does no balls Goodell finally find the balls to do something? Because the players get held accountable for criticizing it. And they have to, and they have to answer for why, you know, X, Y, and Z happened. How come the officials don't have to answer to that? It is something that I've always questioned. Like an official could just sit there, you could come out on a Tuesday and say, "Yeah, we blew that call," and nothing happens. But a player says something about it. Oh, here comes a ridiculous fine. You know, here comes this. Here comes that. But the officials, nothing. No, well, no punishment. I, I want to touch back on something too, because I just show the the scope of the gambling thing. Because I know, Brent, you mentioned it. Sports betting, the lottery market per Statista, the sports betting and lottery market size worldwide amounted to one hundred ninety four point six three billion dollars in twenty twenty one. That's for all global sports. So I, yeah, I think the rest need to the rest need to give a shit more. I mean, it, it's or be held more accountable. Because if they're like, no, nah, I don't care. And I mean, it, Jim, you're right. You've said it. There are, there's times where they came out and they said they blew the call. Or there's times they've come out and they, 
you, then you have players whining about it, like Mahomes and Reed. Mahomes has been whining oh. for a week about it. That little Even trick if- yesterday, that little cocksucker. Yeah, uh, I was watching that game a little bit. You know, all of a sudden, I had a beer and I'm drunk again already, but whatever. It's uh, had a lot yesterday, boys. But <laughs> I saw like Mahomes. He gave. He uh, was going back to pass. He got. He uh, got his hand whacked, a fumble, and everything else. And he just gave her the old shoulder shrug. Eh. Somebody else does that, and he loses his shit mm. on 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 his own teammates and complains about it. And that little prick has the audacity to just go. Eh. All right, I got. I'm. I got less and less time for that guy week in week out. Like I, I used to just think he's a great talent. Don't get me wrong. And mm-hmm. he is frustrated. I get that. But man, oh man, it's a bad look for a guy who's uh, who pretends he's uh, he's uh, all world, all walks on water and the whole bit. And he goes, ah, not a big deal. But when someone else makes a mistake, he's all over him. I thought it was a bad look on that little prick. Well, I think it, his it whole temper really, his whole temper tantrum, even from the week before with Buffalo, I think it's just, you know, it's frustration for the whole year. I mean, mm-hmm. they're losing to teams they shouldn't lose to. But that's what happens when you lose your best offensive coordinator. You have no number one wide receiver. You're not getting the ball to Travis Kelsey. And then you have, oh, and, and you know what, not for nothing, I've, I've bashed this enough. But for people to sit there and say this is Taylor Swift's fault to why Travis Kelsey ain't catching a fucking football, shut the fuck up, please. Well, it's, like Drake's fault. it's like Drake's fault the NBA teams lose. No. <laughs> Yeah, like it's just Drake's fault when he bets on guys that nobody else would bet on or was going to, and then you lose. That's when you can be mad at Drake. Jeez, I, uh, I think the thing that and Dave, you talk was a lot with uh, with the Chiefs. They they have it down now where you know what they're paying one guy so much money they can't fill the rest of the roster. Nope, it's that simple. Yeah, and and regardless, you know, Mahomes is doing his job, but these fucking bricklayers out there they can't catch a fucking ball like it's i the, the amount of passes oh i i couldn't imagine after after these losses even after some of the wins mahomes on the on the drive home like jesus fuck like these guys can't catch like these guys can't catch we got to do something different because these guys can't catch i couldn't if only they're imagine dropping passes if they're dropping passes like that to to bring it back to your Broncos, Dave, I'm going to be staring at uh, if I'm Mahomes and Scantley drops another pass or Tony drops another pass, I'm going to be staring at him like Melvin Gordon was uh, staring at Russ when he changed that play call on the goal line and took the ball away from his hands <laughs> to throw it. Just it's it's the whole yeah, time. Like, really, really, <laughs> that's what we're doing. It's, has there ever been an interview that, that, that asked Pete Carroll about that play ever? Like, has there ever been anybody corner him think... and sat him down and say, okay, let me get this straight. So you're right here, and you can just hand the ball off, and you win the Super Bowl. It's over. You win. But you decided to throw it. It'd be like going to the fucking, Dave, I think you made the analogy once years ago about going to a fucking, uh, the, the McDonald's drive-thru and the person throwing it from, from the from the McDonald's window to your car. Why would you do that? You hand it over, done. Problem solved. <laughs> has anybody actually ever asked Pete Carroll about that play call, to your knowledge? I don't. I think somebody has. I know Marshawn's been very vocal about it, apparently, yes. after the lock. Apparently, when he went to the tunnel, he bumped into Pete, and Pete looked at him, and he just laughed. Not Pete. Marshawn just laughed like you <laughs> fucking moron. <laughs> oh, this is your fault. Like that dude was. I think he put up what 150 yards on him that game. Like it was. I literally. Yeah. I was. 
that game I was watching, I was pulling for New England, Jalen, sorry. I was pulling for New England, and I was little. I, I see them on the goal line. I am packing up all of my shit and cleaning up where I was sitting. Like, all right, it's done. It's whatever. It's time to go to bed. I don't care. And I'm watching the game, and I, I just hear, and he drops back to pass. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> I was like, then he scores. I'm like, what are you doing? Unbelievable. It was incredible. And I was like, just throwing a perfect in the perfect interception, everything. He threw it right to him. And I just, I, I'm, I'm in shock. Like I, I'm still in shock. Like what the fuck is wrong with you? It's a guaranteed thing. Unbelievable. Uh, boys, every week on our, our week in review NFL. So we do the three S frauds, uh, favorites and fuck that team. Jim, we'll start with you with the, uh, the frauds end of the world. Who is your uh, fraud uh, this week in the National Football League or in general this season? Though? Who's the uh, the most fraudulent team in the NFL to date this season so far? Oof. This one's tough. I, you know, I'll just go for this week. It's the Dolphins. It's the Dolphins. It, it's pretty much, you're getting blown out by the Ravens, and you still have one of your best pass rushers out there playing. And now you don't have them for the playoffs. You can't beat an above 500 team until they beat who would they beat? Oh yeah. When they beat Dallas, about the only above 500 team that they beat this year. Right. You're just a, you're just a fraudulent team. And in, in, in my opinion, because you have, because everybody's talking about Miami could win the Super Bowl. No. How can they, when they can't beat, they get blown out by the Ravens. They get blown out by this team. They, they, they friggin' blew it against the Titans, against friggin' Mayo Boy, of all people. You blow it against fucking Hellman's Boy? That's fraudulent to me. Fraudulent. That franchise is fraudulent to me. What have they done? Really? All they do is sign everybody. All they do is sign everybody. They crack the champagne balls once a year when the last team finally fucking loses, right? They, the 72 <laughs> fucking whatever Dolphins, all those guys, uh, Greasy Senior, whatever the fuck was on that team, and they get all, they jerk each other off. When, well, probably not doing it anymore. Those guys are pretty old by now. <laughs> Viagra themselves up and doing whatever it's got to sponsor. That franchise hasn't done a thing in how long? Really? It's been a minute. It's yeah. been a minute. That that's not true. They hosted the Super Bowl a couple years back. The city did. So yeah, Aaron, they want to be your, uh, your frauds of the week. Aaron, this is for you. It's Philly, man. That oh, offense is just it, it, coming from a Jaguars fan who knows a terrible offense. What the <laughs> fuck are you guys doing? <laughs> I would give everything for Trevor Lawrence to have Devontae Smith. AJ Brown and that offensive line, and you know yeah, they, they got to be worried about how that team is moving forward because they haven't looked good the for three weeks now. Y'all got beat by the Cardinals at home. At home in Fuck. Week 17, you can't be losing those games at home this time. This lost to fucking baby Yoda. Frog. That's yeah. pathetic. This yeah. is what uh, happens when he watches game tape. Man, Kyler looks good when he turns on that iPad every now and then. It's it's insane. And, uh, and you know, I got you got to have some serious concern about Jalen Hurts. Like, um, well, not, not that game was that against Seattle they lost, where he just threw those late fourth quarter picks. Yep. Like, it's just it's just bad decision making. Like, you're 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 done making these stupid uh, mistakes. And he he handed that game over to Seattle. So I don't I don't know what's going through that kid's head right now. Like maybe he was pissed off. He wasn't in the MVP conversation. He 
wants to make a name for himself, but he's hurting his team right now, and they're in big trouble going into the playoffs. Well, I, I think AJ Brown's hurting that team too because he's been vocal a lot throughout the whole year how he needs his catches and his yards and this, that, and the third. And and we've seen this story before. Mm-hmm. So we know how this story ends. And if it ends the same way it ended with another quarterback and they gave a wide receiver, the wide receiver is the one who leaves, not the is quarterback. There, is that is that Diva wide receiver's last name also Brown? Yes, it is. <laughs> are they related? <laughs> yeah, I wonder if they are. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to find that out now. Is Antonio and AJ Brown cousins somehow to like mother's brother, sister's cousin to like artificial insemination bullshit or some nonsense? Who knows? And Plus the Eagles are, are their 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 windows going to be closing soon because isn't he, doesn't he get paid next year? I think he starts getting paid next year. I think he deferred a lot of it, though. He did. So that's true. I, I think he deferred a lot of it into post playing. So he did. So they still quit allowing that. I know. I know it's well within the rules. But they they got to quit allowing that. Then don't don't sign the contract and have money that's not against the cap because it. Then what's the point of having a fucking cap? What does turn into a signing bonus? I mean, it convert the whole thing into a signing bonus, which signing bonus doesn't count towards a cap. So do that, or do it. Start doing a luxury tax like the NBA does. Or just lose, yeah, lose the salary cap and give guaranteed contracts. There you go. Yeah, I mean, Cleveland already does it to quarterbacks who can't stay on the fucking field. So for everybody. You know, that's the one thing that the Sean Watson contract, at least the Denver with Russell Wilson, is the second worst. For us to bring that guy's name up. That's a new record for us, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, they pulled Flacco out of the dumpster, and he's outperforming this guy. Exactly. Crazy. And Flacco's making pennies compared to the quarter of a billion dollars that Watson's getting. If if the Brown, like we Dave, we talked about the other day, if, if Cleveland can win a playoff game or two, Flacco's going to get himself a three-year contract. Yeah, for sure. He'll Guaranteed back up to, by somebody. He'll back up Deshaun if he stays in Cleveland because they still have to start Deshaun. They have to have Deshaun on the team for another two years, I think, because he's not worth cutting because you still owe him that money. Unless, unless you find something, because there are little loopholes in his deal. Unless you find something that he's done detrimental to the team, I don't know. Maybe like robbing him of two hundred thirty million and not living up to anything. <laughs> not <laughs> play a full season since you started. Um, the fact that you're getting outperformed by a guy who was getting like the industrial sized pickles at fucking Costco when he got that call from Cleveland, and he's outperforming you. Yeah, that's kind of a problem. If, if, but I agree. If Cleveland wins a game or two, or dare I say, even go to the AFC Championship, but hopefully choke it away, Flacco's going to get a big money three year deal. Something, probably Minnesota. Yeah. Why not? You know why not? Speaking of de- detrimental to, to your team, as you're bringing up there, Jim, did you see that the fucking Ravens are going to be honoring Ray Rice? They did that already right. yesterday. Yeah, that got a lot of ba- that got a lot of backlash. Um, next week, but okay, it was, it was just yesterday. Okay. Yes. Yeah, sure. uh, yeah. Yeah, it was one of those. I, I mean, there's been time since it's passed, but I mean Ray Rice came out, he admitted I know there's gonna be backlash, but I'm not the same guy I was when that occurred. And yeah, rightfully so, you know, everybody does change, but I would hope you grew in 10 years. There's some things you just... I, would, I wouldn't have honored him, though. 
There's just some things you stay away from. Because nobody would have said anything different if he wasn't, right? No. Nobody would have went, you know who should be in the ring of honor? Ray Rice. <laughs> nobody. Like, no, nobody's, was, nobody's complaining if he wasn't. Was oh, Ray so Carruthers busy? <laughs> Look, well, Ray had a Ray had a puncher's chance of getting in that ring of honor. Yeah, Jesus Christ, Dave Hoosier. Ray oh. definitely got himself a puncher's chance. There's no getting oh around that God. one. Dave, who's your uh, your frauds of the week? Um, in a win, I'm going to say the Dallas Cowboys. I've been I've been uh, beating on the one stars, uh, not thinking they're a good team. You can't let Detroit come into that, into your barn um, and, and tell everybody that you're a bad boy and then let Detroit beat you. And, you know, the fix was in and the refs decided not to let you guys lose at home. Um, I, I think, I think that's a Dallas has been showing their true colors. And speaking of coaches, I can't believe have fucking jobs. This Mike McCarthy, he's, he's praying to the right God. I got to see who he's praying to. Cause he, he's falling with his ass and butter gets chance after chance and and Dallas plays their worst football in December. And and I, I thought I think they're frauds. Detroit doesn't have a good D and Dallas has been putting up 40 points at home. And they're going to tell you how good they are. If it wasn't for CeeDee Lamb and the officials, uh, one stars would have uh, worn an L that game. And then I just want to touch one more thing on that game. What the fuck was Dan Campbell doing after that penalty, not kicking the 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 single point and it's going for two from now the the 10 yard line. I don't, I don't understand that thinking, but I guess going, going for the win, I guess they're trying to put a, this might be going back to what, uh, Brent and Jim, your, your favorite, uh, helmsman of, of a baseball team is with, uh, trusting the analytics over, oh, <laughs> over a gut feeling oh, <laughs> that might've been an analytics thing. Five minutes for that to come out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, and, and Jesus, what I will say too, like another coach that I don't understand you're, have y'all been hearing that they're saying McDaniels might get a job as the head coach of the Patriots for when Belichick oh, inevitably God. retires. God, no. We're giving this fucking guy chances. Get, I'll, I'll work for half of what he's making. Give me it. Whatever half of whatever the hell he's paying, I think I could do a better job. How is <laughs> the NFL? It's it, is it because there's just because if you become a, a head coach at a at a major college, you mm-hmm. make pretty good dough, and you're there for a long time if you want to be right. Like you, sure. like you, like Saban ain't like he's obviously too old to go be, and he tried the NFL role. But like, I'm, let's just throw like his name out there. These guys make so much money, and they're they are they are the they are the judge, jury, and executioner of those of those programs. So, is there just not enough guys willing to take NFL jobs? Because it's, it's not it's not the plateau anymore. Yes it's, and it's, no. It's not. So yes and no. So I feel like in that regard, like uh, I think it was on the I Am Athlete podcast where they talked about it. They had one of the guys who played for Saban when he was at Miami, and Saban. There's some coaching styles that don't translate to the NFL because you can't tell these guys what to do. So Saban's, I'll take your starting spot. And you're talking to like, you know, Dan, not Dan Marino, but you're going up to like, uh, what was his name? Taylor. What was his last name? Or first name? Something Taylor. He played for the Dolphins. He was defensive end. Oh, that linebacker, Zach Taylor? Yeah. Zach, yes. he was disgusting. He's talking to him and he, Taylor's looking at him like, I'll eat you for breakfast. I don't fucking care what you have to say to me. Don't, don't degrade me like this. Like, we're making the same money, dude. Like, I, your defense is trash without me. 
And then also at college, you got every position. You got like five people. You got you, your depth yep. chart in college is a lot different than your depth chart at the pros. It's a lot different. And these guys know that this may be their one shot to make it. And you can talk to them like that because some of these guys are they're kids. They're 18, 19, 20-year-old kids, unless you're Stetson you're, Bennett. You're, and you're holding 38. your entire future in your head. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. Like if, if these these college kids, they're they're basically going, yes, sir, I'm sorry, sir. Whereas that guy with a contract, he's like, fuck you. Get me a get. I'm the franchise well, center. I'll have you gone tomorrow. Play, I think not in Russell Wilson. He got pulled yeah. the fuck off, right? Which they're talking about suing the Broncos. Do you see that? I saw that too. Like, why? Like, you're still getting paid. Like, I, you don't just because you well, have a contract doesn't mean you see the field. Because like, well, in the collective bargaining agreement, there's something that, that, that there's something in there. Yeah, they asked him to, no, they asked him to, like, readjust it to where, like, none of it's guaranteed. The injury money part of it. The, the, just That's the injury money, yeah. But it's the way that Denver did it. It violates the, it, it violates the, um, whatever the fuck you, oh, the uh, collective bargain agreement. So, now because of that, now they the, the ultimatum they gave him by, by saying, if you don't, we're going to bench you. Yeah. Yeah. Which, it's the way that they did it. Which I don't blame Russell Wilson because you're the guys who put this incent- incentive in the guaranteed money portion of it. So if I'm Russell Wilson, I'm telling you to go fuck off too. I don't give a shit. Sean Payton right now looks like the biggest fucking thug there is in the NFL. You They're going to have problems with- getting free agents. Mm-hmm. I, I believe oh, that for sure. They're going to have problems getting free agents signing guys because that's a bad look. And if they're going to do that to, if they did it to their star quote unquote QB, they'll do it to anybody, right? I did. And I think I Peyton's did. a prick too. You know, Dave, you oh, know, I sure. think, think Peyton, but like it, it's one of those like uh, they're going to have trouble signing guys because like you know what? I only get X amount of years to make money, and if they're they're going to do this to me or to, to him, they'll do it to me too. So fuck them. Careful now, they may pay somebody to come get you. Yeah. <laughs> And they pay somebody to hurt you. But it's, oh my God. Like the one thing I will say, I, I loved, and we didn't even talk about this. I loved Detroit playing future during Russell Wilson's entire warm up routine before the game. <laughs> and then the second he walked off the field, they put the normal warm up music on. It was awesome. Yeah. No, it's like, that crazy. was great. Dave, who's your uh, your favorites going into week 18? Who's your Super Bowl favorite to, as we were the season's winding down? Well, I, I've been banging this drum for quite some time. No reason to change. But now I think it's flipped. I think Baltimore is clearly the team to beat. And I don't see how anybody uh, can go to San Francisco and beat them. Like Dallas and uh, and Philly were kind of the pretenders to the throne. I would even say Detroit has passed uh, Dallas and Philly as a, as a good team in the NFC. But it's, it's Niners and Baltimore, and it, it goes through those two towns. I don't think it's close. Jared? Yeah, I, I I agree. <laughs> it, I agree. It's it, it's and it, this hurts to say because I but my 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 Jags aren't fucking close. We're not. It, we're 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 not close at all. We'll we'll probably make it around two, which is great, but we're not close. We're not winning. Um, I think it's it's Baltimore and it's it's the Niners. It, it is what it is. They're the two most complete teams in football. And if Lamar was winning MVP throwing to, you know, Dollar General employees, now that he's got two receivers who know what they're doing, even without Mark Andrews, you've got Isaiah Likely coming into his own. Yeah. Like, this is this is a dangerous team. Yeah. I, I, 
they're it's it's Lamar's world, and we're just living in it right now. He's he's just turned up to another level. He's like you no, know, because no one was talking about him, and he had no no agent, and la da 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 da, and on it goes with him. And this guy, should, yeah, watch this, and he's, he's earning the money. Yeah, he's, he's earning every penny, and it gets and, and once again, you gotta when you you're the first of these these big deal contracts, you gotta make it work now because later on, it's not gonna get get easier on you, Jim. Yeah, I mean the favorites right now. It's I I hate to say it because they are an AFC North, but Baltimore just looks unstoppable. It, it's Lamar took all the criticism, and he said, "You know what? Here, I'm gonna prove all you assholes wrong, me included." Because when he came out, I I was like, "This ain't gonna work. He's not gonna." He's never going to get a big money deal. He's just a running back playing quarterback. But every year he's improved. So he's mm-hmm. making me my words little by little, which, hey, it's fine. I got it wrong. I got it wrong. Big whoopity fucking do. But um, right now, who's who's stopping Baltimore? The only, the only team that could beat Baltimore is Baltimore themselves. I don't think the Niners would stand that much of a chance because they didn't in the regular season in their matchup – this past Monday, you know, Brock Purdy threw interception after interception. To me, he got exposed, but San Francisco will run through the NFC in the playoffs. But when it comes to the Super Bowl, it's going to be the same result it was when it was Jim Harbaugh, that fucking douche nozzle, versus his brother. And we all know which Harbaugh won. I so, can't wait to watch him get demolished by Bama today. Ain't going to uh, happen, brothers. Yeah, I, I got my clock set. We're going to watch bet. that game. <laughs> we'll wrap up the NFL talk with our usual uh, fuck that team. One of my favorite parts of the week we've been doing since before the uh, season started, starting week, uh, the last game of the exhibition season where I was telling the Kansas City Chiefs to fuck off in week one. Uh, who do you guys got for your fuck that team for this week? Or overall hate. in general, actually. It's Titans hate week. You're standing in my way. Fuck the Titans. <laughs> Titans are standing in my way of the AFC South back to back. Divisional uh, repeat here. So, uh, the fuck ultimate the king of a world, third world country, right there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're doing all right. We got two teams that are, we, we got three potential, uh, two nine win teams and one eight win team because one of them is not winning because they play each other. But if they weren't playing each other, we have three potential nine win teams in the division. That's not nothing. We're not the NFC South. Thank you. <laughs> there is that. There is that. <laughs> or the outside of the Dolphins, the, the AFC East. Jim, who do you got for your fuck that team? It's more like a fuck that division. It's the whole NFC South. None of those teams should be in the playoffs. There's no, no. way that an that a nine and eight team or an eight and nine team should be able to win their division and then host a playoff game. No, I'm sorry. That's fucking just atrocious. It, it's just horrible. horrible. They get knocked out in the first round. Don't worry. By the other eight and nine team. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but still, they shouldn't. It, it it should just be give it to a team that had a better winning record within the within whatever division it's in. So, like, let's say the NFC South, they're all below five hundred. Let's say you have another NFC team that's above five hundred. Give them a wild card spot. Let them fucking play. They're more deserving. So, at that point, do they go to the NBA route and just say the top eight teams get in minus the playing thing? Yeah, top eight teams per side get in. Yep. And maybe take away home field or something like that, like because you shouldn't get re- you shouldn't get rewarded with hosting a game by putting out shit after shit, you know. And and just I, I gave uh, Baker Mayfield the kiss of death, like after these last two weeks, he's been playing his, his balls off, and then I say, hey, fuck, he's playing well, and there you go, go out. Did you not said that last week when we played him? 
<laughs> it's, uh, it's pretty much like it, it's like clockwork around here. We give somebody props, and then fucking three or four days later, they shit the bed. Like it's oh shit, no I got flowers from like, oh, yep. we're, we're we are not the Long Island prognosticators. No getting around that. We're fucking terrible at it. We say something, and it goes completely the other way every fucking time. The fourteen twenty kiss of death. Dave, who do you got for fuck that team? Um, the the Buccaneers. Um, I realized I, I put that whole uh, AF, uh, sorry, NFC South in the shit bucket a couple weeks ago. But uh, the simple fact that I was starting to give Baker some props and, hey, maybe he'd look okay in Denver Orange. Huh? Fuck that shit. He's so, <laughs> he can't make up his mind. Either he's a gamer or, he, or he's shitting his pants. And, and, and consistency is the most important thing in the NFL, and, and he's just not consistent. If he didn't make a couple of bucks already, he would end up in the CFL next year. Seriously. He's that kind of a player. Like he's not that good. Oh, no. he's going XFL all day. Well, no, it's not, it's not the XFL anymore. It's the UFL, the United Football League, because now they, the, the Rock and his ex-wife oh, and they did that. They merged. A merger today or got announced yesterday or something. They're gonna uh, right. March March thirtieth. It starts. That's, That's gonna be kind of interesting to see. That'll be fun. The they NFL need, does need a development. Start for the San Antonio fucking. Brahmas or whatever the fuck they're called. Baker Mayfield, the, the new starting <laughs> in San Antonio playing for the Brahma Bulls. I was someone's gonna for sure offer Johnny Football a contract there. Well, I think oh, yeah. he'll, he'll, oh, he, no, he got a job in the um uh what was it? FCF, really, the, the, the fan the fan control football league. He got a he got a starting role in that for a little bit. They brought him in where they it, it's what is it? They literally fans have a say in like the plays that get called to some capacity. He got a spot and for a little bit and, and there was arena too. We're all watching them. They're like, Oh, he's balling out. I go, yeah. Cause these guys have day jobs. Yeah. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I got the, uh, for me, it fucked that team. It's the Philadelphia Eagles fraudulent. They're frauds. Fuck them. The whole thing. They're, they're, they're not going anywhere quick. Anywhere. Nope. And the only thing they're greasing in Philly is the pitchforks, so they don't actually kill Serrano. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on to the uh, something a little bit here before we get to the Rose Bowl games. We get everybody out of here. The college football bowl season turned into an absolute farce. With uh, it, it is like let's not sugarcoat it. They you got players opting out. They're 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 entering transfer portals. Guys are going here. Guys are going there. There's games that don't matter. They're opting out because they say they don't want to get hurt. I'm I'm. Uh, I think the guys should have to play in these games to not only just for for to uh, to help their uh, their their team win, but also that their teammates put up a, a, a good effort and, and a good showing because not everybody's a first round pick, right? And when you got a guy who who uh, is hoping to have a good bowl game, his season is picked up a little bit, and you got these other prima donnas who are opting out of games and they're they're getting blown out. I think it's a bad look as a teammate personally. And like the, these guys were opting out, and yeah, you get hurt, but you get hurt in, in week one. So why bother playing that? Uh, Jim, what do you think that like maybe you know what? If you opt out, you, you lose your NIL money, you lose this, you, you lose something. Because I think something's got to be done. It's not just to keep the bowl games relevant, because I can give a shit about most of the bowl games. But just for the the sanctity of the game, I guess, that these guys should have to play. Have to. I honestly think you just get rid of half these fucking bowl games. Because well, do, we really, do we really need like... Uh, I don't know, the fucking Dorito Cool Ranch bowl game or these 90 other million bowl games that nobody's watching anyway. The only bowl games that anybody's interested in are the main ones that lead to the championship bowl game. That's all they care about. Nobody cares that 
Oregon's going to play Liberty and the fucking uh, All-State Bowl or whatever, you know, or the Progressive Bowl or the whatever fucking I got fucking Campbell soup in my bowl game. Who gives a shit about those games? Nobody oh, cares. The Emerald Nut Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's like, just like, a, I got the Pop-Tart Bowl even. Yeah, there was oh, that. The, the Will Levis must have been in orgasmic ecstasy seeing people <laughs> getting drenched in fucking mayonnaise. Who Check, needs that? Checking his eligibility of the years. Like, wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. I, hold on. Wait a minute. I got one more year. Uh, Tennessee, my oh, bats like a play in the Mayo Bowl. Fuck out of here with that shit. But no, like, like, but like, it does make you a bad teammate. I will agree. Like, Khalid Williams looks like a bad teammate for saying I'm not playing. Granted, yeah, he's going to be a top five pick in the draft. But you've seen guys he play. He was going to be a top five draft before the season even started. So yeah. why, why, why bother playing it at but, all? But you've seen it in Jameis uh, Williams from Alabama. He played in one of the championship games and tore his fucking knee up. And he was out for like, what, three quarters of his rookie year? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I, I give him credit for playing when he could have easily said, Nah, I know I'm going to go top 15 in the draft. So fuck this bowl game. I don't give a shit. I don't think they're going to take the no money away because you're going to have these entitled kids. Well, that's my money. I want it. I earned it. I deserve it. Well, no, you have to play the whole season. That includes these nonsense bowl games as much as some of us don't like them. So some some of these guys need this that might need this game. If if I was an NFL GM, I would take a long, hard look at some of these guys. And because what was to say they're not going to opt out of a a game at the end of the regular season in week, week, week 18 when it means nothing and they can get hurt. So what if they're doing it in college, they're going to do it in the fucking pros. It's well, they already already do it in the NFL. I mean, you look obviously Baltimore, they're going to sit practically everybody this week, you know, I mean, so it's already been happening and we don't really criticize that. But I think with college football, it's a different animal because you're right. Some of these kids do need this game to elevate their draft status or just to get themselves noticed. Yeah, I think your top guy's playing. So, no, I think it's I a think, bad look. Not I think what you players. were. Oh. Go ahead, Dave. They must oh, no, have the I biggest house saying, in Montana. He walked for, for half an hour around that fucking house. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just taking the lay of the land. I thought I was I thought I was alone, but no, I'm still not. So that's why I'm just hiding, finding a place to to have my smoke. But nonetheless, um, I think that's a, the the tying nil money is the way to do it because you know what these kids, if you if you're good enough to have decent nil money coming in you're good enough to have a, a proper insurance policy against a career-ending injury and let's say milk. it's only yeah and let's say it's only a 10 million dollar payout you know 10 million dollars is going to set you up obviously it's not 100 million but you know i could probably podcast make things money go, but whatever yeah yeah i can make things go pretty smooth if you had me over 20 uh 10 million dollars at the age of 25 like yeah. things are going to be okay so i'll be all right i, I think It'll be interesting to see as well now, like, when does someone from, in one, like, so, um, the starting quarterback from, let's, let's pretend Michigan is, is the Caleb Williams and he's protected to go top five and he sees that Alabama has a fierce pass rush and he's like, fuck that. I'm not playing in the semifinal tomorrow. I gotta be, I gotta become a pro. Like, is that like, at what point does the fan base turn against you? And then maybe this is going to change a little bit with the expanded college playoff. 
and mm-hmm. then that'll make bowl games instead of like the pop the pop tart bowl will be round of round of eight and then the fiesta bowl is going to be the round of four and then the rose bowl and and orange bowl are going to be the round of of two i don't think that's going to change because it, when when you if you have you get don't get to 12 next year and you might be able to agree with me here you're going to have teams that know they aren't going to win anyways just because they have just 12 teams like penn state knows they're not beating fucking alabama I mean, right? Yeah, so yes not, and no. You're not having any more players with a better chance to win. Yes and no. So, he, like, he, here's my thing. To me, this whole sitting out thing, uh, unless you're injured, it, it's a character type situation. And it, it's, we were talking about it before we started recording. It's a character type thing. If you look at, look at what Alabama did. Alabama had three first round picks last year. Two of them were in the top five. All three of the motherfuckers played in their bowl game, in their meaningless bowl game. So it, it it matters. It shows character. And that Bryce Young went number one overall probably for that reason. Because dude played in the bowl game when he knew he wasn't going to, you know, there's no national championship of the line, but let's give these seniors a last hurrah. Let's do something like that. Then you get guys like at Florida State, which is, I cannot stop laughing. The people who called me a clown, the people who called me, you know, an asshole, you know, the, Dumbass fan with a podcast who doesn't know what he's talking about, both to my face and through comments and DMs. Uh, it's hilarious because those are the same people who are saying that every game matters. And when you have your centerpiece who's not there and you squeak by a uh, under 500 Florida and you barely beat Louis- you squeak by an under 500 Florida and you barely beat Louisville, who got their teeth kicked in by a USC backup and just a USC backup team pretty much because half their guys are transferring out, but you get guys like that in that situation. And it, it, it shows. And Georgia came in hungry. Here's what most people don't know. Both teams sat 27 people, 27 people on both sides. Didn't play Florida state just got their teeth kicked in. Cause they're not ready. It, it, and for- it shows character. It, it's a character thing. If you play for your team and these, you know, Dave, you said it best. These guys have insurance policies. They haven't, especially if they're going to be a number or a high pick, they're going to get a payout for it. Um, so it, it, it's kind of funny, too. Like FSU is, is suing the NCAA or the FBS Hilarious. or something like that. And like, ACC. The, they want to leave. Yes. <laughs> and then so like, does, the, does the attorney that the, the defendant that just come in with the, the Orange Bowl uh, box score? Yeah, the, the defense no. rats. Yeah, no defense rats. We're done. We're done. Case We're not doing this. Yeah, yeah. Case dismissed. Here. Well, it was great because they want to go to the SEC, and the SEC said, "Nah, we're good. We're good. We don't need you. Stay. Go pick, pick Big Ten or Big Twelve. You're not My coming issue here." With this, like with these guys sitting out, is like these guys are all projected. Like I said earlier on, these guys are projected now for the 2026 draft. It's already the top 10 guys are pretty much already fucking. So mm-hmm. they, they'll jockey for position here and there. So why play it all in your senior year? Really? That's good. If point. that's what you're doing, right? Because you get hurt anytime. So why even bother? Yeah. Trevor you're not, Lawrence. Like, you're, you're, you're probably, if you play your, your first five games, put up great big numbers before you get your conference play, put up huge numbers. So you know what? I'm good. I'm good. It's a character thing. Like, sorry, Dave, I mean to cut you off. But like Trevor Lawrence did that for the COVID year because that was going to be his year going into the draft was 2020. Yeah. So he got drafted in 2020 or 2020, 2021 draft. And he was petitioning for the NCAA to have a season. And people like, you're going to be the number one overall pick. Why the fuck do you care? Because it's not for me. It's for everybody else on this team. 
who needs this year to potentially make it to the next level. He goes, I already know I'm getting picked number one, if not top three. Like yeah, I'm falling out of the top fucking three. Yeah, I'm not falling out of the top fucking three. I don't need this, but these guys do. So let's do it for them. It, it, it's a character thing, 100%. And then, you know, I I, I, I know it's, it's not his name, but Charlie Day over at the Luck Eyes. Um, how does he feel seeing uh, <laughs> Marvin Harrison uh, standing over there in his civvies? Like, fuck, man. They're, I've lost four games in I five fucking years. You're not part of this team anymore. Get out of here. Get, get out of You know, you don't travel. Like, you can you can Zoom chat the guys after Turning the game. All your, all your hoodies, all the shit we've given you over the years, fuck grab off. That, grab fuck that off. lanyard right out of his uh, his I'll, neck. What the fuck are you I'll doing? I'll throw you up in the box. I'll yeah, throw you up in the box. Kind of, same with the U.S. Like, the Caleb Williams was, was on, on the mm. sidelines at, at the, the USC. Game. How do you look your teammates get in out. the eye? Like, get yeah. out of here. Well, I was Correct me if I'm wrong, but like I know in like the minors, they have usually like a player's box if the players are playing for hockey. Where like they'll if you're not playing, they'll put you up in a box, and you, if you're hurt, they'll put you up in a box and watch the game. Do that. Yeah, and then you're not you, part of this team anymore. You decide no, that you're you're bigger than this football team. And, and football's if, the, and football is the biggest sport. It's for the team, and they're all raw, raw all the mm-hmm. time. And then they pull that. Fuck. Well, also, I I want to have that hockey situation to where they have like a box where all the players who aren't playing are, so that way they can pan to it. When you know Georgia's kicking the pants off of Florida State, and they just pan to the box, and there's 27 dudes in that box. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the front rows all starters. <laughs> it's like in Buffalo. Hmm. In Buffalo, they they brought an ex player. They always bring an ex player back to cheer the the crowd. And the the player, I forget who he was, but he he took a selfie from his seats, and it was an obstructed view, like on a piece of fucking. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> 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 There's your box, Mark yeah. Roddy Marvin. Yeah, yeah. worst nickname in college ball too. Oh, there's there's got to be worse. <laughs> there's got to be worse. Boys, uh, two games going on today. One's just started. Alabama, Michigan. By the time everybody hears this, the game will be over, so it won't much matter. But who do you got winning these two games today? Alabama, Michigan, Texas, Washington. Who do you got? Roll Tide, and uh, I don't know what the Huskies chant is, but I got Washington and I got Bama. Yeah, I gotta go Washington, Bama. Michigan plays one team every year. It's called the game. <laughs> well, we're gonna find out, you know. And you know, it, it's too bad, also, as well, because aside from OSU, I do cheer Big Ten uh, just to show people. Like Wisconsin gave LSU a battle today. I they get did. it, LSU. Um, oh, uh, Iowa got their teeth kicked in. Uh, I forget who, but it's Fuck not important. It. Big Ten fraudulent. LSU and Iowa might have just cost me some money, so I'm uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not thrilled about that. Um, it, but you know, I'm 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 a Harbaugh fan. I know you guys don't like him, but you know, go Big Blue. I I, I just I, and I hate Alabama. If Alabama was playing Liberty, I'd be cheering for Liberty. Speaking of which, I had a buddy who went to that game today. He she texted me. I'm sorry. Seat geek app. Yeah, he used the seat geek geek app. Excuse me. Brought his kids to to see a college game. Funny, he took took a uh, selfie and, and and sent it to me. He was in the end zone where no points got scored. Ah. <laughs> he was on the Liberty end zone. <laughs> Every touchdown was on the other side. And he did was, your buddy did your buddy use y'all's promo code? Oh yeah, fourteen twenty seat. I hope log. that's what it is. Oh, fourteen twenty five. Some other podcast got, yeah, our fucking, got our fucking money. Yeah, team all that one to you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I sent him the link. I, I the, sent it uh, on. <laughs> and he left the recorder, didn't he? 
he left in the third quarter. <laughs> like, uh, it, it, it's, uh, I never realized how long the, the tape delay is, too. It was, it's almost a full minute. Yep. Um, yeah, because there was a replay, and I said, that's getting overturned. He goes, yeah, it already has. Yeah, thanks, and then, yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just did. Thanks. I, I should be asking you, yeah. <laughs> hey, what happened? Boys, New Year's kicking off, first day of the year. Thanks for joining us on the show today. What's uh, what's the big plans for you? You guys got a lot going on there in uh Two dudes world and fan in the van world and everything else. What's uh, what's what's uh, what's uh, what's the goals for the new year? Uh, oh. Well, we we hit our download goal uh, a couple months into the era about two months ago for us this year. Our goal was my my goal for TDSN was to hit or break a thousand downloads. I think we're at almost thirteen hundred now. So where that's over since the whole podcast started and with our inconsistent schedule, that that's nice. Uh, I want to get. Is this about take back on a probably a bi-weekly basis? And then I know just start doing more with Steel and Teal, man. I mean, this is it, it's fun. Podcasting wise, that's it. Works yeah. doing fine. Just you know, build on what it did this year, and that's it. How's the score? Like what's going in la- uh, last week? Uh, Jim, you still up a couple games on your pick? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> you better get that ready for your next one. I will. Yeah, actually, I will. Actually, actually, thanks, Brad Allen, because you fucked me on one of my picks. I, I went with Detroit, and we were actually doing cigar and sports, which I don't even remember half of it because I went, I was just drinking whiskey straight at one point. There you go. I, I remember half the episode. The E-Man's like, you got to watch this. And no, I'm good. I don't remember doing half of it. I don't want to know. But, uh... Yeah, yeah. You, you tend to get fired up on that one a little bit more than the other ones, Jimmy. That's uh, it's quite funny, actually. Yeah. Well, yeah, because there's some topics where it's just it's just warranted, and then you know, like me doing shows with just you know myself and then E Man and doing it with Garrett. With Garrett, I try to keep it more, you know, even keel because I, I think that's just what's better for for that show. Uh, I'll jump if you want me to. Oh, I mean, I'll start. I'll poke the bear. Oh, most, most certainly. We had like, uh, like, like, what did we talk? Like Saturday, we talked about. I don't know if you guys saw this. U.S. boxing is now letting men who want to transition into women box women in boxing now. And it was one of those. I'm like, yeah, this just makes no sense because what you're condoning now is domestic violence, but in combat sports. That, that that's a real good fucking. That is an odd, an odd, yeah. I'm not touching that. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't want it either, but I think we, I think we handled it well. Didn't offend anybody because we, because we, we always make it well known before we get into a topic like that. Listen, this is where we stand, whether you agree with it or not. This is where we stand. Context, and delivery, and Right. Yes. Say anything you want with the proper context, delivery, and intent. That's all it's about. Yeah. Uh, I, I got a, I got a story for you all off air, but we can talk about that later. That'll. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about your shows, and we'll uh, we'll call her a day. Yeah, I mean, me and Jalen, uh, the Mister Hot Salad himself, uh, <laughs> are. Good God, uh, I, I love my guy to death, but that I I can't stand by that. I told him that. Did, did I tell you all about that? Oh, yeah, we we did talk about it. And a like, little uh, bit. I said, so, like, so does he eat raw potatoes then, too? Yeah, yeah so Jalen uh, <laughs> doesn't feel that fruit should ever be hot and vegetables should never be cold. So he heats up his salads because vegetables should never be cold. And I learned about this on the Sports After Dark because I was just hanging out and I, I see a picture from something pop up with one of the hosts of that show is a buddy of mine. And where I'm looking at it, and they're like, "Who was the hot salad guy?" And I was, "Oh, it was Jalen, the Seahawks fan." I was like, 
you're telling me my co-host heats up his salad and they go, yeah, I'm like, look, that I that's my guy. I love him to death. I'll defend him I'm damn near everything. Uh, he's going to stand by himself on that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I love you, man. You will stand by yourself on that. But he, uh, even like if you, if you heat up a, a burger, after, like say you take a burger home or whatever, yeah. and, and you get a tomato and lettuce on it, it tastes like hell because it's the, yep. the, the tomato's hot. Yep. It's like sticking a fork in a microwave. It's a really bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Imagine you see my expression on my face. That's the dumbest thing I've yeah. ever heard of. You heat up a salad. We got to have a salad. Talk to him. Don't talk to me. <laughs> talk to him. Don't talk to me. I've, I've never uh, heard of that. I, that. I hadn't either. I've known him for seven, five, six years. That's six grounds years. for dismissal right there. Six, seven go. years. Yeah, six, seven years. And I did not know that about him. See you later. But, let's, um, go for, yeah, let's go for a bite to eat, but we're sitting at different tables. Ask your server to heat up your fucking salad. <laughs> hey, man, can you sign this in microwave real quick? What? <laughs> your drink? Your what? what? What's going on? Sorry, but no. So, two news of sports news. Check it out. Uh, we show up. Uh, we, we're trying. That is the other New Year's resolution, uh, if you believe in those, is to find a consistent release date again. Because I know the last few months of the year for me. So, we, in, in my job, we call it OND. So, October, November, December is the busiest time of year for us, which is why. The only consistent one was actually Steel and Teal because Jim and I would record Sunday mornings because I'm up at 8 a.m. So we'd knock out a recording real quick. I'd edit it if I needed to, throw it out for Monday morning release. But so, yeah, it's uh comes out once a week. It's just barbershop. Same thing you guys doing here. Check it out. Uh Just more. We we, we got a TikTok now where, where he's handling all that. So it's uh it's fun stuff down there. Then you got is this a bad take? Should be coming back uh, every other week, and then you got steel until comes out usually every Monday morning. Right on. So, Jim, uh, pretty much just you know, I'm trying to keep my recording schedule for fan and event more consistent. Like every Tuesday, say Thursday. Uh, sometimes it work. Like if I'm off Saturday, then Monday I got to play. Monday and Tuesday I got to play catch up with everything, and it just fucking sucks. I, I sometimes I wish I had a guy who would do things while I'm away with out me having to come back and just be overworked the minute I walk in. Um, same thing, stealing, just more consistent. Same thing with cigar and sports. But, you know, when you do shows with people, scheduling gets in the way. And mm-hmm. I know, I know for one, I am one of the most, I, I know for, I know myself and Garrett included, we're very flexible when it comes to that. Uh, so that's what kind of makes it easier. Even E-Man is flexible with it as well. Um, Aaron even wants to do some, but I know with him work gets in your breath. <laughs> and, and it's 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 no knock on him, but it's a good thing he wasn't on today because he it would have been a Philly bashing. <laughs> <laughs> I put on my Orioles hat for him too because I wanted to, for him. Yeah, I wanted to take that noose off his neck because the because of the Eagles. <laughs> Watch no, the New Year, by. big goals, lots going on. It's a, no, it's a good play. Always a pleasure having you guys on for sure. Way to kick off the new year. We'll get things uh, rolling in the right direction for for all our shows. And hope for the uh, record downloads and listens and all that stuff throughout the year. I know it's a struggle, and we got lots going on here. But uh, it's always fun having you guys on. So thank you very much, Dave. What do you got it's going on time. for the rest of the trip? When are you coming back to to to, to uh, sunny Alberta, Canada? Uh, it's uh, yeah, we didn't. The the ski hill is just a mess. Like uh, the, so we did. We haven't even skied. They don't have enough snow. Even like the the easy routes are crowded, and they um 
it's it's dangerous skiing and it's spring it's shitty skiing and it's the busiest days of the year so um we uh we went bowling instead of skiing yesterday thank you yeah no pinning cue we phoned there and uh the they were booked solid for three days so we ended up have you ever been in the lanes in columbia falls it's a dog track like it's it's as dirty as it gets i i love america so (laughs) i love you a normal american bowling alley is what you're telling me (laughs) Uh, this they only had six lanes and it was fuck it was it was it was like almost the Flintstones. Uh, you kind of the octopus with the pins and shit like that. The guy had a the balls got stuck in the return thing, and they had two Jamokis fucking running shit that I don't even know if I they absolutely add. love America because that pin and cue down in Montana, it's cheaper to drink beer than it is to get a glass of pop. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like I think I think a beer was two bucks, and Deanne got a, a diet coke, and it was three fifty. <laughs> all right made, made my choice easy whatever drink a beer today all right let's do it yeah uh no 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 this one it was like portable trailers and like the, the i don't know when they started this this bowling alley but the dance floor was was pretty weathered like it was but oh well we got together had some beers the kids got a bowl and the dad's got a bullshit the wives got a visit and then away we went and and uh and off a shit with fireworks and blew shit up you there bet you everybody yep yeah, everybody still has all fingers and i even got the Whee! boy lighting some so he was happy yeah and nobody got shot so that's a good thing too a really oh. good thing just minding your pins and cues p's your pins and cues your p's and cues yeah anyways there is a special new year's uh, day edition 1420 sports bar podcast four beer sports talking a whole lot more thanks jim jim from the fan of the van and garrett from two new sports news and everything else got going on thanks guys very much we'll have to do it again uh once a month for sure without a doubt absolutely sounds good Normally, you, normally between those two pine trees up there you can see the ski hill but it's just foggy I'll just sit and drink and watch Michigan beat up on uh, Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the best closeout ever. <laughs> <laughs>